Hello and welcome to Top, the Open Podcast Podcast. Your hosts, Matthias and Wolfgang, will guide you through the ecosystem and the tools and services which make podcasting work. And they'll talk about their open source platform for podcast analytics. Let's dive right in. It's a lovely day outside, and we are back in our studios. Wolfgang is eagerly awaiting the recording of this very new episode, and today he got something extremely special. We always got something extremely special for you, but today we want to focus on something that can help you start your own open source and fund it, most importantly, project. I'm not sure if you're a software developer or if you're looking for a radio host position or something like that in the future. With such an introduction, I think you're ready for, for such a job. What I realized is if you move very closely to the microphone and you speak very, very clearly, then it almost feels like you're in a radio show. Radio show. So then please, radio host, tell us what we're talking about today. We want to talk about open source funding and the ways free software projects support themselves. There are a couple new ideas, a couple new LAs that just are about to take off and there are a couple old ways as well that we wanted to mention and we want to give you a very broad overview of what's out there. So maybe we can start with our own funding of the open podcast project that we are currently in. Do you want to quickly explain how we are funded and where we get our kind of a paycheck to pay our pills? It all happened pretty quickly. I was done with my previous client and I was about to take a longer break shortly after I had a conversation with Wolfgang and he told me about this fund that was about to get started and it sounded really interesting because what they had in mind was pretty much aligned with our values and so we took a deeper look and the fund is connected to the Bavarian government. It's always the same in Germany, right? They say they are a state or something like that, and they even want to become their own country or something like that. Sometimes I have the feeling that they always need their own thing. But in this case, it's a good thing because they came up with this fund for open source. That's federalism for you. <laughs> in any case, yeah, it's a fund by the Bavarian government and some media agencies in, in Bavaria as well. And the idea was to support open projects in the media space. So what is what is media? What, what does it mean? Also for me at the beginning, that was quite confusing. That's right. It's a very broad term. And they don't really define it anywhere as far as I'm aware. But what they mean by that is it has, it has to have something to do that you can listen or view or experience with your own senses. So that can be newspapers it can be podcasts it can be a twitch stream it can be virtual reality it might even connect the digital world with the real world so they are pretty open when it comes to the definition of this term but in general it has something to do with media i would even say it's always somehow related to content creation even in the in the old sense, like newspapers, radio stations, but also the digital way of YouTube, Twitch, of writing a blog. I think that's all included. That's a very fair way to define it. Yeah, I would agree with that. So the program lasts for six months. We were in batch number one, but the application process for the upcoming batch, which starts in a couple of weeks, is 
the 31st of January. So you have a couple more days to apply to that and be part of the next batch. That's quite short notice, but there will be a next batch as well in around May or something like that. At least the deadline will be there. And usually it's quite fast. After two weeks, you can already start. And the application process is pretty simple. You send a short proposal and you have a phone call with them, something like a screening phone call where they check your background and that's pretty much it. And they then they will select the projects that are fitting. And maybe the most important detail, how much will you get? A very generous amount, 45,000 euros plus a 5,000 euro consulting budget that you can use to find external consultants or find um, instructors or experts that can help you get the project to the next level. And at least if you're in Germany, the idea is that this is tax-free because this is seen as a research grant. And it's 45k for one person. So if you're, for example, a group, two people, you can also do it part-time and then you get just half of it as a group of two people, for example. A very similar fund is the prototype fund in germany you get around the same money forty-seven thousand. i think it's it's the budget there they fund open source projects but it's not limited to media so the field is quite broad sometimes they have a focus on one or another topic for example during corona there was one round where they just focused on on corona topics and covid applications every everything that is somehow connected to the whole pandemic but in general they are quite broad and not limited to to for example media as the media tech lab is and by broad you mean anything that qualifies as a SaaS business or an internet business or a normal business i mean they have a small focus at least some some main topics i would call it like civic tech, data literacy, security, and software infrastructure. So in the, in this realm, but I think they are also quite flexible. If you look at the list of projects, I think it can be literally anywhere in the digital world. But of course, it's open source, so it has to be kind of a software at the end. What I find fascinating about this specific fund is that they have been doing this for eight years now. So they started in 2016 which is really impressive. And they also support up to 25 projects per round, which is also pretty crazy. And they funded so far around almost 300 projects and spent more than 12 million euros. So that's that's quite impressive. Of course, it's for Germany. It's a big country. It's not that much, but at least there is a fund for open source and there is the movement that it's that the government sees the advantage of open source and funding open source developers. Now, what do you do if you're not German or Austrian or German speaking? Are there any other funds that people can apply to? I mean, I'm pretty sure that there, that there are also such programs in other countries. So you have to look that up, of course, in, in your own country. But there are also some international possibilities like the Mozilla Ventures, for example. It's part of the Mozilla organization and of course they are also always thrive to support the open scene, the open source scene and open software. Mozilla is the company behind Firefox, right? And other software like Thunderbird. And Mozilla VPN and the Firefox OS. But why do they start their own venture? They already built software themselves, no? Mozilla is an organization that is also funded by donations as far as i know 
mainly by other companies. And of course, their idea is to bring open collaboration to the next level. And Firefox is just one part of it. And the Mozilla Ventures is another step to do that. So Matthias, what type of projects do they fund? If you use any Mozilla project, then you know that they always have a very strong focus on privacy and data ownership. For example, Firefox is very strong in protecting your data from external parties like other websites. And Thunderbird is very privacy focused and open source. And so they want projects that also are in the same realm and think alike. Everything that has to do with mindful use of data in the context of the internet that everyone uses and everything that levels the playing ground for everyone would potentially be fundable by them. So for example, on their website, they mention a social network that feels like a truly safe place to connect with your closest family and friends or an AI tooling company that makes it easier for developers to detect and mitigate bias when developing digital products and services. And how much money do you get for for that? Is that fixed, the amount? Yeah, that's a bit of an issue because as far as I can tell, at least on their homepage, they don't mention any hard numbers for single projects that they want to support. They will have an initial budget of 35 million and they will grow that through partnerships over time. But for now, I don't know how many projects they want to fund with this money. And also, it's not clear yet, to me at least, for how long they will fund the projects. So it's more like a classic VC, right? They invest money into into an early stage startup, for example, or like an accelerator. There's also the GitHub accelerator, for example. They sponsor you with $20,000 in cash for 10 weeks. So that's really a classic accelerator. And it's at the moment running. So there are no deadlines for the next round, unfortunately. I think it's also the first time that it happens, as far as I know. Yes. But again, you can see that there are VCs or accelerator programs to push open source projects and open source development, which is quite cool in my opinion. But Matthias, as you are a very experienced open source developer and you have been working on open source for decades, I would already say. For one decade, but yes. <laughs> yeah, you are already in the second one, right? So <laughs> my second decade of open source, yes. Sounds weird, but it's true. So you started in the last century with it. Yeah. Keep finding ways to make me feel even older, yes. Okay, but you're experienced. So what about donations? That's the classic way of getting money for open source development, right? What is your take on that? How much time do you have? <laughs> because I expect a short answer. Again, write a tweet. So give me an answer in 160 characters. Or I, I am muskish now. I extend it to 320 characters. It well, all tweets are threats these days, so I guess I only have to find a quick bait for the first tweet and then write a long thread below it. So my bait would be probably something like, open source sponsoring doesn't work unless it does. And by that I mean that when I started at least, it totally didn't work because there also were no entities that even supported you. Even if you wanted to get donations... It, was, it wouldn't be possible. There was no GitHub sponsors, for example, and there was no open collective. 
So, so what is Open Collective and GitHub sponsors? Open Collective, which started earlier, is an independent entity which serves as a fiscal host between you and your sponsors. You start an Open Collective, for example, for your open source project, but it can be anything really. And people start donating to Open Collective directly. All the funds are locked in an account for each project. So that's the fiscal host then? That's the fiscal host part. So you don't have to deal with taxes, right? So they take away all the... No, unfortunately, you still have to deal with taxes. Um, you have to pick a fiscal host on Open Collective. And then once they pay in, you have to send an invoice to Open Collective. You get reimbursed for your efforts. And then you have to declare that to tax. And they will give you an official document which says how much you earn from open source. And then you have to figure out how much taxes you have to pay on top of that. But that's just if you get money out of it, right? For yourself, for example. If it's just lying there in this bank account, in this fiscal host account, then it's not an income for you. So the sponsors don't send money to you as a developer. They send it to this fiscal host and they keep it for you. And you, if you have an expense, for example, they pay you. So if I get it correctly, they also take away this, this whole burden of, of dealing with the money. And especially if you're a group, right? Somebody would have to, to use his or her bank account to manage the, the money and then distribute it to the other people, to the contributors. And then you would have an income on your bank account, which is also a problem. So they take away all this burden and they also distribute the money if you want that as an organizer of the project they distribute it to multiple people for example or they take care of the expenses of multiple people so if you're a group and you send those people to a conference they would pay the conference ticket right this i don't know because we never tried that um, but in general yes and you also have to approve every expense um, so the maintainers and there can be multiple have to have their approval on top of every invoice that gets sent in for the payout so but does it also work for employees can you can you employ somebody or is it just for invoices expenses i guess in this case you would need a company instead of this fiscal host and what and what about github sponsors then is it is it the same concept is it different github is not a fiscal host they just act as a relay between companies and you and they can send money to stripe or a different fiscal host and if you receive it on Stripe directly, you have to take care of taxes and everything again. It's just an income for you. Precisely. So it's just a seamless integration into the whole GitHub platform that you have the donation button there and companies can directly donate to multiple open source projects and all that. So it just simplifies the whole process, right? Yes, because companies don't have to create yet another account as they have to on Open Collective and some companies prefer that. They can just add their donations on top of their normal GitHub invoice. And especially newer companies or newer donations usually get set up through GitHub sponsors because it's just easier. And is your lifestyle already funded by all your sponsorships? So can you hang around in your hammock on, on your favorite beach? German favorite beach, I don't know. That's the beauty about podcasts. You don't know where we are located right now. So I'm at the beach, yes, with my feet in the water. Um, quite enjoying the life no not really so actually i gave a talk about this and you can find it on my blog probably we will link it in the show notes of course and there i describe how 
individual sponsoring just doesn't work yet. You have to find a way to create your funnel as an individual developer and maybe sell other products like services or courses or material on top of it. And I talk about sponsorware and all the other ways on how you can fund yourself as an individual GitHub open source developer. But for now, it's pretty tricky. It can work with a lot of effort, but it's probably easier if you just work at a normal company, if you want to be fully funded, so to say. Companies sometimes, they allow you to have 10% time for open source, for example, which might be an alternative for a lot of people. So if you compare it to all the, the funds, you don't think that you can make the same money in six months, for example, by just sponsorships? No, with sponsorships, you have to think in years and think a lot about your personal brand. And that takes years to build up. And so you also have to do marketing and all that stuff. It's It's like having a company, right? Selling yourself. Yeah, it's a lot like indie hacking in that sense, where you care a lot about the services that you provide and how they connect with each other and how you relate with your audience and so on. It's more like building an audience rather than doing open source work. So a lot of people that, for example, I talk to that sponsor me or that are engaging with me, they find me through, for example, a YouTube channel or they find me through a project that I did, but only because they read the blog post and didn't see the source code. And it's very different, really. But yeah, our fund is ending now end of february so we will also have to deal with that and find maybe other ways of income or monetize our open source software that we have built we will definitely talk about that in one of the next episodes how successful we will be very of course always very and if you have any ideas how to monetize our project or if you know other funds or ways to get paid for your work on open source, let us know. Send us a tweet or an email to echo at openpodcast.dev. And now it's time to get back to hacking and work on your project. Have fun. Bye. See you.